Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing, and how we are creative, and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally. Join us now. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and today I have with me Naranjan Noda. So Naranjan is a spiritual, intuitive, and relationship coach. She helps you identify how others' opinions and judgments may deter you from meeting your goals. Both personally and professionally, she dives deep into the core karmic issues that manifest as anxiety, depression, lack of self-esteem, self-worth, and a fear of being visible, and transforms them into understanding, knowledge, and wisdom, resulting in joy, peace, and an enhanced feeling of compassion towards oneself and others, which is a wonderful idea, being compassionate to self. (laughs) So welcome, Naranjan. Thank you, Larissa. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, I'm very excited. I, you know, I was checking out your site and the amazing things you do, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and sort of how you ended up where you are today? Absolutely. I'd be honored to share. The journey is really a long journey because I'm a firm believer that we can go through decades and many experiences and recognize oh that felt good that felt right that felt in alignment to who i am and what i'm here to do and recognize all those times in the past where they had showed up so i began to see a pattern i began to see what feels comfortable what feels right for me and what feels natural to me And I leaned into those further and further. I went into the realm of spirituality and being curious about astrology, the esoteric, and all the unseen world. And that took me on a big path that I'm honored and I'm blessed to be doing today. Mm -hmm. Just looking at some of the offerings that you have, it seems like energy is your focus, if you will. And, And a lot of people don't understand the energy of us as a collective, us. Do you have any insight into that? Well, everything is energy, but we're not taught that from the beginning. When we get into the world of a system, the school, college, community, and society, we're not taught that everything is energy. We're taught to minimize the opportunities of it and put it in a box and give it a label, and that's all it can do. Whereas as we get older, we feel, see, sense, and hear things, which are all vibrational frequencies, which is all energy. That's what we're made of, this planet. The space between you and I is a huge component of energy. But those are not topics that we're taught, typically in school, and especially in how to navigate life. So I equate it to everything is energy, and once we learn how to navigate and transform it because we can't kill it we just transform it and we can we can move through life with with ease and be in flow mm-hmm. and i think that's a big component that's missing in a lot of people's lives is that flow and that ease because it's always like sort of bashing up against <clears throat> somebody else's energy right and not knowing how your own moves So trying to manipulate or make yourself fit into somebody else's flow instead of finding your own flow. How do you help people then find their own flow? 
I support them with looking at what are some of the heavy burdens and challenges that are perhaps at the forefront of their life. So exhaustion, overwhelm, with all of life's responsibilities. So I support them in releasing and letting go of those and transforming the energy and relationship to them. And then once we do that, then we create more space. And when we create space, other magic unfolds. But we have to create the space. Mm -hmm. And in our busy go, go, go world, we often don't know how to create space, right? Because it's like we have to jam pack as much as possible <laughs> to yes. get it all done and, and get it done right. And so opening up those spaces can be really challenging to, to people to learn how to do that. And so just thinking about, you know, the energy and space and always trying to fit into somebody else's and, and to separate your, yourself from someone else's energy or the flow of energy you've been caught in can be really difficult. Do you have any tips for helping people sort of step into their own flow? Going to a place of stillness, going to some quiet space, go out for a walk in nature, which nature has her own benefits that we can lean into and really leverage. But even if you can't get outside, turn off the music, turn off the distractions that we have, because there's a gazillion of them. So remove yourself from those, get a glass of water, have a cup of tea, sit back and just sit in your own energy field and space, sit with your own thoughts, sit with your own breath mm -hmm. and allow that to permeate to what is it you are feeling. That to me is an invitation to unfold that what is looking to be revealed. Yeah. And, you know, just talking about breath, we often forget because breath is considered natural, right? But we don't realize when we're holding our breath or when we're not breathing easily, when we just don't pay attention. And when we can stop and pay attention to our breath, it just opens so much up, right? And yeah. allows that space, you know, with the breath. I think that's really important. Yeah. And one of the questions I ask all my guests is what does healing with creativity mean to you? Tapping into an energetic space beyond the thinking mind. Where mm. we live in a world where there is so much focus on action and being task driven. And while that's important, it is important to do. Stepping away from that and allowing the flow without judgment, without expectation, without anything hindering the outcome of it, to be in flow of that and just allow for whatever shows up to show up. Whether it be cooking, baking, gardening, drawing, painting, whatever that creative outlet looks like for you, even if it's dancing, so be it. There's less hinging on it in terms of an expectation, a deadline, a specific outcome. And I think that's one of the things we've often forgotten in our culture or society is that um, we feel that creativity has to produce something, right? It has value if somebody else sees value in it. And we really need to create for our own well-being. 
in whatever way that looks like for us, but to have that that space for us to just create for the sake of creation. Right, absolutely. And that's often typically done through like art therapy or even in a community setting because that's part of the healing process as well. When crochet groups or reading groups or book clubs come together, it's all based on community and that, that has a bigger influence of healing in community because we're human beings, community yeah. beings. Well, I think this is interesting what you said about community because that's something we had lost, I feel. And surprisingly, the pandemic has almost brought community back with online connection, right? And we've had to slow down and and connect in a different way. And maybe it's not person to person, like in person, but having these groups of like-minded individuals come together on Zoom from around the world has really brought a new sense of community. Have you noticed that as well? I have, yes. I have noticed that opportunity of finding your tribe, if you will, in different parts of the world. And in those different parts of the world, leaning to opportunities of connecting with different people, because typically it would be in your physical geographical location. But the richness that that offers for other people and for yourself, I think can be displayed through Zoom or through technology. Obviously, it doesn't give you the full rich experience if you were sitting next to them in a coffee shop or a restaurant. One of the things that a group that I was leading the other day, we were talking about sort of the history and how uh, people only had their immediate community. And so when they were depicting, it was like people who looked just like them, right? Didn't have that understanding of what other people around the world look like. And so for us here, North America, very white man culture, everything sort of got this whitewash. And now having Zoom or whatever platform you're using to talk to people from around the world, plus the internet, and you can start to explore new cultures and new understandings of history has been really interesting. And I, I think that's also brought a different sense of community together. Absolutely. And while it is his story, there's many individuals and many communities who are wanting to share her story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And such an important part, such an important part. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today. And is there any final thoughts that you have that you'd like to share before we go today? To allow time, allow space for doodle, if you will, to take time away from the thinking brain and allow that creative, non-judgmental space for yourself. It will reward you in many ways than you can possibly even fathom. So give yourself the opportunity and the gift. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I do see that you have a, a free gift, the daily gratitude activity. I did see it on your website, so we'll make sure that we give the link to everyone for that. And I, again, I just want to thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. And for our listeners, we will see you again next time. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days.
Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.